Hey everyone, this is Tiffany from TiffanyLambert.com. Welcome back to another installment of our free digital affiliate marketing series. We've already talked about the number one rule you need to follow as a digital affiliate marketer. And also uh, we've talked about building a list in that realm as well. So today we're going to talk about blog tips that I want you to keep in mind if you're running a digital affiliate marketing blog. Um, The first one that I think you need to think about is create a blog that's rich with tips, mixed with reviews. So you don't want to just have a whole bunch of different reviews. And the reason for that is there are a lot of people out there who don't have their ethics intact and they don't have their knowledge built. And so they just recommend anything and everything that can get them a quick buck. So if you're out there and you're acting as a leader in the niche and you show that you personally know what you're talking about, that helps build trust between you and your blog reader because they know that when you recommend something, you're doing it based on your own knowledge of that niche. So always try to do a mix where you have, um, yeah, you have those reviews for digital products, but you also have your own tips in there as well. Um, the next thing I want you to do, and we've already talked about this a little bit, but make sure when you're recommending those digital courses that you do your homework about the person and the product. You want the person to be ethical, so you want to be looking up, um, you know, kind of Google their name, find out in forums how people are discussing them. Look in Facebook group and see, are people complaining about this particular marketer or vendor, or are they impressed with them? You want to send your people to to other people they're going to be impressed by. Um, Same with the products as well, obviously. Um, Because you don't want to be getting refunds. If you're one of those affiliates that ends up getting a high refund rate, people like me will not approve you. I always check people's stats. I don't want people that are going to get either not convert. um, Because then if you don't convert, um, if you send a whole bunch of traffic to me and your list doesn't convert for me, I don't want to approve you because then you're going to drag down my overall conversion rate. And it looks bad to everyone. Um, likewise, I don't want if you're trying to promote to your list and you have a bunch of refunders. I don't want to. I don't want you promoting for me either. You know, so you want to make sure that you're choosing things that are right for your audience and where the product is good. Um, the next thing I encourage you to do is to use product graphics within your review and on your blog in general. So when you do a blog post and you're reviewing a product, the vendor will usually have some sort of graphic that represents the course or the product. Um, They'll usually have this on the JV page and you can use that. If not, just ask the vendor if you can use their graphic for it Um, and you can put that in there. um, Somewhere in the blog and hyperlink it to the product as well. When you go through this process of promoting various digital uh, products as an affiliate, you want to be looking for those that are evergreen. And when they're evergreen and the vendor is going to have this product up for a long time, you want to take those graphics and those recommendations and put them permanently on your blog. You can do it under the header. There's a little space there that you can put it like a banner ad or you can put it in the sidebar. You can fill your sidebar, you know, under the important stuff like the search bar and stuff. Um, fill that with uh, vertical graphics. Ask the vendor if they have a vertical vertical graphic for you that you could use. If not, would they mind you having one created that you can put over there um, for that purpose? Um, 
and that make sure too that that vendor's going to have that product up there because a lot of times they'll archive a product and you don't want to have something on your blog taking up space that's that's no longer working um you want to keep it all relevant so you know if you had a marketing blog that's fine you could promote all kinds of things like blog courses and plr courses and ad and drop shipping courses and things like that that's fine but i wouldn't go promoting a gardening course over there just because maybe it's ranking high in clickbank or a ted's woodworking uh, course i wouldn't promote that on a marketing blog just because it's ranking well I see a lot of people do that actually. So you don't want to just make it a catch-all just because you see something selling well. You want to have a specific uh, niche topic for your blog. Um, use a variety of posts when you're doing this. Um, you, you want to have your reviews and they can be as generic where you're just kind of teasing and getting them to click through or as thorough as you want. Um, don't obviously give away the information to the um to the reader, you don't want to um, be sharing exactly what the product uh, is, you know, specifically giving away the secrets of the product in your review, because I've seen some people do that, and that's annoying. It's kind of like spoilers on a book or something. Um, and you can also do case studies where you're able to talk about how you implemented a course and what your results were without giving away the specific information. Like you can say, um, I implemented chapter one on Facebook ads and did exactly what they told me to. And here are my results. You don't have to discuss, you know, how to do the steps because then you're giving away the vendor's information. Um, another thing you can do is private bonus implementations. When you're doing those blog posts, you have the option to keep it public or to make it private and password protected. So you can password protect it and you can make that your bonus um, to people who buy through your link. And then they can come in there and they can follow along with you. And that way you can discuss it openly. You can discuss every step that you take in implementing that course, but only for people who have bought it. Um, you can also do top numbered lists. So you can have things like here, um, here are the top three courses if you want to learn blogging or here are the top three Facebook ads courses and things like that. Um, I know recently someone that I know is, is asking me about doing uh, eBay and Amazon um, in terms of buying liquidated products and reselling them. And I don't know anything about that. I don't do that business branch. So I had to go ask my friends on Facebook. I'm like, hey, what are the top courses in this? So people can tell me that. That's something you may want to, um, you know, review because that gives people a little bit of options. Like maybe they see the top three and they really like video. And so one of those top three is a video course. And so they can select that. Or maybe they see three options and they know that two of the people they don't feel um, they like, or they don't, they don't feel they could learn well from. And so they go to that other one. Um, or maybe it's a price point issue or something like that. Um, and then you also want to use your blog to launch Jack. So launch jacking is really cool. It's a, it's a process that I, um, that I really like and you can, and I've done this before with great success and lots and lots of money doing this. Um, but when you have a, um, product that you know is going to launch, okay, this is beforehand, you start blogging about it before it launches with the name of the product in the, you know, title throughout the blog and things like that. 
and you're discussing what's coming up and and who it's going to be good for and what kinds of things they're going to learn and all that kind of stuff. And you do this whole series beforehand um, so that when people go out there and they're looking on Google and different search engines for that product name to find out what people are saying about it, you're going to be ranked ahead of time. You're going to be ranked early. And a lot of times um, there will be vendors who will... Like, let's say there's a, let's say me, for instance, let's say I came out with a course that's called um, Mommy Blog for Profits or something like that. There's a chance that when I launch that course, I would do it under my Tiffany Lambert site, right? Or my whatever PLR site or something like that, that I would do it on a different domain. I wouldn't go buy that actual domain. So that's something that you can do. You can go buy that domain mommyblogforprofits.com and rank that uh, to LaunchJack and be discussing it as a review of the product, have hyperlinks going to it. You can do a blog on it and blog just about that product if you want to. If it's, if it's going to be something evergreen or that has longevity or even just that has a lot of profit potential. Maybe it's a, you know, a $37 course with a $97 upsell and Uh, maybe even a higher ticket OTO or something like that, then you may want to go to that effort to do that because it doesn't take many pages for you to be able to rank high and to to make that profit come in. So you may want to learn a little bit more about launch jacking and apply that um, in your digital affiliate marketing efforts. So next time we're going to talk about, um, we're going to talk a little bit more about vetting the people uh, that you're that you're doing business with, um, and then we're going to talk about doing a cold review of a digital product. Okay, thanks.